Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. Hello, and thank you so much for joining us this wonderful Thursday evening. This is your ROH post show for Thursday. Oh my gosh, it's already March 23rd. There's so much going on Crazy. in wrestling, Reg. We got yeah. Supercard coming up. We got WrestleMania weekend coming up. AEW, eh, it's getting, uh, there's some news that was breaking a little bit earlier today. We got some stuff going on. on. I don't know. I haven't heard about it. Yeah, it's a super busy time in pro wrestling right now. Supercard of Honor is shaping up. And after today's episode, really has shaped up. We got the main event. So some hot things are happening. And uh, this show is super fun. Yeah, the the wrestling world is just too much. It's like dumpster fire, forest fire, uh, fire fire. It's all the fires are going on outside right now. So, along with some fire matches, Reg. There's so much on top of it, right? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm so excited to break down ROH with you today. Please get in your super chats and your humper chats, please. Uh, feel free to subscribe to Fightful Select as well. More and more news coming out of there, as always. I'm sure this week is going to be as eventful as any other. Um, we got a lot going on. People already in the chat are asking about the Naomi news. So she could be an outcast in AEW. Who the heck knows? I haven't even heard that news. That's how much news there is today. It's too much news. I don't know what y'all are even talking about. Stacked. But we are going to talk about <laughs> one show tonight. ROH, and then we're going to hand it off to the Impact crew with the wonderful Crest of the Star and Joel Pearl. But before we get into anything, uh, I just want your overall thoughts on the show, man. I I feel like these episodes are fly by. I feel like Mm -hmm. they're really, really stacked with great in-ring work and some really fun segments. We got a sit-down interview, which we haven't seen in ROH this version of it yet. What did you think of tonight's episode overall? I thought it was a really good episode. They're really establishing what's about to happen at Supercard of Honor. Everybody who you think should be important has been kind of established as who should be important in here. I thought all the matches that are being built to are great. I thought the sit-down interview, which I'm sure we'll really get into, was probably the best part of the show, honestly, just because like knowing the history and the heat and they brought the heat and seeing Claudio kind of like in that element of just like, Cause Claudio don't be talking. He just be drinking his coffee. He don't got time for this for him to really get into it is like something else. And of course, again, fourth week in a row, strong matches back to back. So many strong matches. We got even less uh, promo segments in this. It was more just like wrestling, 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 which is amazing. And uh, that's the, what the thing that I really love about ROH is there's guaranteed going to be some heat matches in there. And there was today. Yeah, it's kind of silly how good the in-ring is, and we're seeing it week over week in ROH. 
Really, really fun episode tonight. I agree with you. I'm so excited, of course, about the title picture because that's just mm-hmm. that's my guy and two of my favorite guys. Chris Mueller saying, uh, gonna be wild when Goldberg debuts at Super Card of Honor and wins the pure title. Um oh, I mean, see, sometimes there's scenarios. People have been talking about these Goldberg scenarios all week, and I'm like, you guys stop, but like then there's some scenarios like that silly off the wall Chris Mueller one where I'm like, you know what? No. The worst no. things have happened. I don't know. This is for me, this is it's like your Bray Wyatt. This is good. Okay. This, this is getting it. there if you're putting Goldberg you in the pure division. Come on. But in all seriousness, Starks, Aussie Open, and Joe ruled love mm-hmm. ROH. Agreed. Agreed. Yep. Billy Starks is just mm. unbelievable. Unbelievable. Some more love coming in. Uh, you know, I've only ever seen one Rocky Chicago one. <laughs> Was that one for? <laughs> Was that one for? Oh, yes. goodness. Russian goodness. Rocky is number four. Yes, agreed. Mm. Oh, Lord. Uh, we've got so much support rolling in. Thank you so much. We got uh, a fellow Reg, Reggie Simmons, saying, <laughs> Man, can we have one day just to enjoy wrestling and not dwell in drama? Much nope. love to Kate and Reg. Y'all out here doing the mm-hmm. Lord's work. Uh, no, we can't. That's but not I how can- this works. Yeah, unfortunately, no. <laughs> unfortunately, no. But I can say I wasn't thinking about it. Not when I was watching ROH. I had like my silly little tweets that I was I was throwing off. But other than yeah. that, like I was I was just sucked into this episode, and we are gonna dive into it all uh, right now. Yep. So much fun to be had here. What did we kick off with? Let me scroll. Let me scroll. We got the start of the show. (laughs) We got a a backstage interview with Joe Mm -hmm. offering an open challenge on tonight's episode. This is kind of funny seeing like an open challenge get issued in an episode that's pre-taped just because you Mm -hmm. know what's going to happen. And And they've been like advertising the match to us for like three days at this point. So (laughs) (laughs) exactly. Exactly. So nothing they can really do about it. Um, Mm -hmm. But a, a fun Idea nonetheless, I feel like mid-card titles, like a TV title, should be an open challenge title or a workhorse yep. title at least. Right. Um, super fun, and Joe is awesome. We will get into that later, but we start off with Mark Briscoe and Tony Nice in a really fun opener. Uh, I really liked this. Mark mm-hmm. Briscoe is just... He's so much fun in this singles run so far. Yes. He's completely his own guy like i i really like it there's not anybody quite like mark mm-hmm. briscoe out there right now mm-hmm. um i love tony nice in this too i thought the the like exercise bicycle kicks were really mm-hmm. really fun he has this really incredible thing where he is just so in control of his moves but he makes it look so casual because he's so mm-hmm. pompous and in his character but don't let it fool you like very very good in the ring I thought this match was a really fun opener. Ultimately, Mark Briscoe comes out and on top, he is chasing his destiny, Reg. He is yep. chasing the destiny, winning with the froggy bow here. What did you think of this opener? I liked it a lot. I think uh, Tony Nese gets more shit than he should. I don't know. Something about Tony Nese people are turned off about, but I think he's a super great, entertaining wrestler. In 205 Live, he always was one of the best bell to bell. And here in ROH, same thing. In a match with Mark Briscoe. Mark Briscoe, I love that he gives you, he's given you a lot of 
his hits, but he's also giving you some of Jay's hits. He's mixing in some Briscoe shit in here. And yeah, he's the most unique wrestler in Ring of Honor. He's going to mix his matches up. He's going to hit a cactus elbow at some point. He's all over the place. He's wild. He's he has that Mark Briscoe energy every single time you see him on the screen. It just radiates. And the trajectory of him going to face Samoa Joe for the Ring of Honor Television Championship is great because if he ends up winning, I don't want to see Samoa Joe ever lose this, the television champion. Just say that off rip. But if he were to lose to Mark Briscoe, I think Mark Briscoe would be a great addition to carry on that championship, you know, especially if they're doing going to continue this week by week thing. I think his presence and the belt that he's wanted for a long time would be great. And on the uh, Tony Nese thing, I think I would really like to see a match. I know Rohit Rajuza a heel also, but if they could just somehow have a match with these oh. two for some reasons, because I think they do a lot of the same things very well. They are both, they both really understand the little things. They both work in great spots. They both have great timing and pacing. So I just want to see that match. I don't know. Think about that match today. And Tony Nice. I was like, that'd be a really dope match, but yeah, this was dope. Hell yeah. I agree. I think that would be a great matchup. And I agree with you with Tony Nice too. I feel like people were like a little down on him. Mm -hmm. I don't really know why. I think he just kind of came in at a point where in AEW, the roster was maybe a little oversaturated. Like he yeah. was kind of in that bubble of it was like, how many more guys are we They're like another <laughs> one from over there? Wow. Okay. But it's like, no, Tony needs to really go though. Oh yeah. He was to your point. Great work in 205. I, I think he's great. I've liked this tag run he's been on. Josh was, of course, also an outstanding talent that we got to see mm -hmm. a couple episodes ago to check out, but really fun opener and a, a great way to set Mark Briscoe up. You knew Tony Nese was going to lose here, but that's okay. We had a, a fun opener. Right. And if you are going to say we need Tony Nese and Rohit Raju, I'm going to tell you, I need AR Fox and Jeeves SK VSK after mm -hmm. this really, really had no business being this fun, fun, uh, six man match that we got. What a blast. Mm -hmm. Like AR Fox, Metalik and Blake Christian versus the trust busters. We get the embassy beat down after, but Holy crap. Was this the, this was the tower of doom spot. That was just absolutely yeah. bonkers, right. <laughs> oh my God. I don't know. This one kicked off into like, at first they were just like, okay, we're just having a nice little match. Everybody's getting their shit in. And then it was like, all right, it's six man mayhem turn time. Everybody turn up. But Christian hit like this turning corkscrew moonsault type deal off the top. And it was like, whoa, what could happen after that? And then they hit this tower of doom spot and all this stuff is going on and everybody's going 100. And on the other side, the Trustbusters are doing a lot. VSK looked great in this. Both of his showings, I think that he's had in Ring of Honor has shown that he can really go. And AR Fox is just like the most charismatic, fun, probably best addition they've had to, to Ring of Honor and kind of like encompassing the spirit of what this is. They're going to be a great uh, opponents for the embassy coming up. They set up a lot to going on with the embassy, but the team of Madalik, Blake Christian and AR Fox is great. They're really dope. I love them. Agreed. I'm intrigued to see if it stays as, a full trio or mm -hmm. if they're going to be doing tag work or singles right. runs here. Cause all three of those guys, I could see gelling as a trio long-term. I mm -hmm. can also see AR Fox just be a breakout solo performer, say Blake mm -hmm. Christian for sure. But this was fun. You're right. It was, it was really fun. And then it hit a different gear, but yeah. ultimately we have AR Fox picking up the pin with the 450 splash on Ari Davari. 
I also really liked commentary on this, putting over Ari Davari, the whole richest man in wrestling thing. They mm. said he was an athlete before he was rich, though, which I, right. I really liked because I loved the idea of, like, he still gets up and goes to the gym every day. Like, yeah. this is a guy who got rich because of his ability, not, like, mm-hmm. um, aristocratic whatever. I, I Yeah, exactly. It, it not like a rich guy hard. trying to infiltrate someplace. Like, no, it's like an athlete that's also a rich dude. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And he looks the part, man. Ari Davari's mm-hmm. great. I'm glad he's getting some in-ring reps here because I, I like him as a manager, but he can really go. Like, I, yeah. I like seeing him in the ring. Yeah, so everybody some- on their squad is really good. Yes. Yeah, definitely a, a fun trio. I'm intrigued to see if it sticks around. We got a chat uh, throwing back to the last match saying from Shocket 29, weird, someone was cutting onions by my seat while Mark Briscoe was out celebrating with his family <laughs> at Rickside. Yeah, the air conditioning in the in It was here weird. Was like, like, like Some had like fell into out. my eye at that exact moment. I was trying to get it out. I don't know what was going on. It was weird. It was weird. <laughs> it was an odd one. I told the story... Um, the night Jay passed, we had the NXT post show, and I I told the story there. So sorry if this is redundant to to anybody, but um, I was at the the finalist of final battles at that point. Mm. It was the last final battle before they shut down, and we were sitting. We had someone in talent had set us aside tickets because they were very nice. And we were sitting kind of like next to what ended up being the Briscoe clan. We didn't even realize they were there. They were just sitting in back of us. And then when the Briscoes match started, they let them all come down ringside. And there were, I mean, it felt like 45 people just got up in the (laughs) section and left. I thought something was, I sincerely thought something was wrong. I was looking around Mm -hmm. like, this is like when the WrestleMania sign was on fire or whatever. I was like, why is everybody clearing the section? Are they setting up Mm -hmm. for a spot? Like what's going on? It was just this unbelievable um like show of love and support and the the kids were so into it and stuff um i'm seeing that i'm having some audio issues i don't hear them myself so let me me neither let me just double check the double checker yeah still it's still like an unbelievable thing that jay briscoe isn't here kind of unbelievable it's even it's even weirder now that um ROH is like up and running again because that yeah. was so like the home. But because mm-hmm. we would have been seeing him on these four episodes. Oh yeah, like the we would have been talking about the tag matches and how, mm-hmm. how insane they were and how much fun they were. Um, I am like unbelievably impressed by the fact that Mark has gotten in there already. I think some people need it, but um, to do this without your brother when that's all you've ever known as a wrestler, I can't. Mm-hmm. I can't even imagine, but he looks like he's having fun out there. So we'll definitely, definitely take that for him. And I, I can't wait to see him and Joe. That's going to be an absolute blast. It's going to be a badass match. This car. Yes. <laughs> so we move on to our first of two women's matches on the card. Mm-hmm. Look how easy that is. Sky mm-hmm. Blue and Lady Frost. And what I thought was a really fun match. I feel like every time I see Sky Blue, she's grown leaps and bounds. Mm-hmm. Um, and same to be said for Lady Frost. She's a little bit more experienced, but I do feel like I've seen tremendous growth from her and that I have always been impressed by the athleticism and that I was like, oh, she's really executing this with a little less telegraphic like movement. She's really getting more fluid. And now mm-hmm. it's starting to be like, 
She's really athletic. She's not telegraphing at all. And she's mm. laying stuff in a little bit harder now. Like there were yep. some spots that just look a little more vicious. So mm -hmm. every time I see her, I feel like I'm seeing improvement and, and new layers of her ability. But this was a really, really fun match. Sky Blue coming out with the victory here. The full Nelson into a face buster, which that's just a fun spot. Mm -hmm. Cool to see Sky Blue getting these reps and established as a, you know, it seems like she's going to be a stronghold in the ROH women's division. I would mm -hmm. like to see Lady Frost stick around for sure. Yeah. Uh, your thoughts on this match? Uh, Sky Blue is the most active AEW women's wrestler there is. She's on every <laughs> single show. If there's a TV show that's, that's happening with wrestling, Sky Blue is going to be on it, either winning or losing. Great for her. She's looking, just like you said, every single match, she looks better. She's getting better in the ring, better at her timing, better with the veteran instincts and things. Lady Frost, I'm what I, I'm hoping they're just trying to get things fleshed out, but I want to see more from like people like Lady Frost. I think she deserves more. I don't want to see her as like a enhancement talent which which she's been for this ROH run. She's great enhancement talent. Like she's great. She's making everybody look great and looking great at herself. But I'm want, you know, I'm hoping that more is going to come for her out of this sky blue is getting shot to the moon they're really just putting everything they have behind her she's young she's uh she has great talent she has a good look she uh can relate with the fans i totally understand why so i'm really getting it and i'm i'm enjoying all of her works recently yeah she's very easy to just like like yeah. she comes across as a, a very likable talent she's young kind of got a, a a baby face look to her too yeah. like very Fresh look, and I agree with you. I hope that that Lady Frost is here to stay because she's had mm -hmm. a couple of kind of starts and stops and momentum, not of her fault, but she was right. on Dark, and then she was an Impact, and they shelved her. She's doing mm -hmm. some great work in Mexico, so I hope she gets to put roots down somewhere and get the you know the the screen time that she deserves. I, right. I think she's great. So good stuff there. Moving along, we are zipping through because mm -hmm. we said it the past few weeks. It's just one of those things where it's like, yeah, this match rules, and here's why. <laughs> like, I can't find any, yeah, no problems with it. <laughs> it's good stuff. It's good stuff. But because we're zipping through, you know what? We will take a minute to remind you to subscribe to Fightful Select. Mm -hmm. Please, please head over there. We've got so many things happening. We've got X. Ask Grapsity behind the paywall. Yeah. You're going to get me and Alex Pulaski doing paywall pay-per-view post shows. All WrestleMania weekend will be on the main first stand to deliver, but anything else we're offering the alternative post show behind the paywall. You get the list and your boy goes down. You get all the scoops you could possibly want at wrestling. Mm -hmm. You get your, your card rundowns for TV wrestling, especially those WWE ones. You find out who produced what matches. And you know what? I hope we get that with ROH because it's fun finding out who produces matches like this when they are this high at caliber. Yeah, You can also get what books people have been reading recently uh what they've been saying on yeah. podcasts what sure. uh, you know all kind of things some interviews <laughs> with dax harwood which we are not bringing up for any particular reason at all no, uh know. you can you can learn all sorts of stuff about who's reading what but, but yeah i am <laughs> super curious about ring of honors producers and who's producing these matches because there's some fun stuff going on here I'm intrigued. And there are a few backstage names that are kicking around, right? Serpentico, mm -hmm. um, Christopher Daniels, obviously yep. we saw tonight. So people we know that have a BJ a Whitmer, table. I'm sure is back there at some point. Like oh, yeah, the, the ring of honor people, right? Mm -hmm. Sure. Cole Cabana's got his hand in something down there. I hope yep. he's a, a fantastic wrestler. So Jim Beard saying, I need 
Yuta to lose his title. I disagree with this, but hopefully someone like Toothless Timmy, that's of course the UK standout, Timothy Thatcher, I think. Now that ROH, mm. I'd like for the VCC to slowly get away from ROH. Oh, I see. I get what you're saying. Yeah. I feel like this is some of the best work Wheeler's done, though. I've, I've really liked it. I don't think he's dropping to Shibata. That's for sure. No, so I wouldn't think so. I yeah. think he'll, he'll hang on. To no, him. I like Yuta over here being a jerk and beating up fools, but then over there really fighting, too. It just shows, like, he's a fighting-ass champ. Claudio's over here, too, like, but he probably will go over there. But I think Yuta can continue over here with this pure division because in storyline, the BCC would kind of want him to be over there as the pure champion kicking ass. You know what I mean? Definitely. And like you said, Claudio's there right now. I also think because you're not going to get so many reps in a stable on AEW, especially when you're kind of the, the third or fourth guy in command with it. Exactly. Where mm-hmm. you think Danielson's going to be. Let him keep kicking butt in these ROH ones. Right. Now that ROH is going, we got you. We got you on mm-hmm. the typo. Thank you for right. uh Thank you for correcting your typos, but we we got you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we'll move along to, man, if this isn't fun for you, I don't know what is. But we get Roosh and Drillisco <laughs> versus Rhett, Titus, and Tracy Williams. Mm. What do this you is, even say about this match? This is just that good, meaty, angry men fighting each other, slapping each other, punching each other, clotheslining each other. Tag team wrestling at its finest. Two angry Mexican luchadors that will kick you in the mouth and then pose on top of your beat up body. And then you got two other wrestlers who have everything to prove. They want to defend the honor of Ring of Honor at every moment. They want to tell you that they're one of the best tag teams in Ring of Honor. And they don't want to take shit from two guys that give everybody shit. They don't want to be like all the other guys that are in the ring with Russian drastically. Trastalistico. Very hard to say that guy's name. I'm sorry. <laughs> but yeah, this is uh this was one of them gritty face beating, just like these guys are really angry, aren't they? But also doing some really amazing stuff in the ring. It's a really good way to describe anything Roosh has done. I feel yeah. like he's <laughs> of anyone the most balls to the wall from mm-hmm. Bell to Bell wrestler. Like it doesn't feel reckless. It feels like he's always in control of it. Controlled, it, yeah. It is always the holy hell that mm-hmm. guy is fast mm-hmm. and violent. Um, I feel like this was a really, really strong showing for for Hot Sauce too. This was yeah. I feel like he can kind of get lost in the shuffle a little bit with some of these stories, but mm-hmm. he was he was kicking ass tonight. Really good to see the growth from him. Um, just some outstanding spots in this that he was mm-hmm. a part of. Very clean match. Very very fun, but. We ultimately get this one going the way it was too. A little predictable, yep. but again, it's early on. But Roosh and Drillistico beating Rhett Titus and Tracy William with Roosh mm. landing the bull's horns on Titus. Right. This is fun. I feel like AEW has been the sweetheart in tag team wrestling. Mm-hmm. I feel like ROH is is right there, though. And I'm not just not saying always. that because I'm not in on this guns run. That's not why I'm saying it. I'm mm-hmm. saying the ROH talent pool is really filling in nicely in this tag division. We're going to talk about it more later with Aussie Open and what they yeah. did, but my goodness, it's really fun to see tag wrestling at the forefront. And one thing mm-hmm. I appreciate about ROH, kind of before it shut down and now, and I think as a part of their DNA, is you just get so many different types of 
wrestling stylistically yeah. even within divisions. So you've got exactly. trios, you've got pure, you've got singles titles, you've got tag titles, but within those divisions, mm -hmm. you get so many different stylistic matchups. It's such a blast in the, mm -hmm. my opinion. Yeah. Like these two tag teams right here are totally different stylistically, but that's what makes the ROH tag division great. Cause it, like you said, it's always been like that. It's always been two tag teams. You probably wouldn't think would be, well together and then they get into the ring and you're like oh yeah that's like kind of like the the history of the briscoes was built off of that they they were in with a bunch of tag teams and you're like i don't know briscoe style is wild but then they it worked every single time and that's the the heart and soul of the tag division and this tag team match right here was the heart and soul of exactly what the roh tag division represents but then also at this the same time watching this match uh roosh is just such a polarizing uh just his talent is so rich that I'm like, I really like what he's doing here in this match and this tag team with his brother. And I like everything, but like, I kind of interested in seeing him as a singles because like thinking about like if Eddie Kingston wins the championship and he needs challengers, like Roosh is like, <laughs> come on, come on. These guys are going to, it's going to be great. Roosh is going to be talking to shit, trying to whip him, calling him a dog. And Eddie Kingston is not going to take any, any of it. I think there's a bunch of people uh, the the way that they're establishing teams is great. Like the thing with, like we talked about last week with Dalton Castle and even like hot sauce and red Titus. I think there's a bunch of great tag teams, but then there's a, there's a lot of things that I kind of want to see singles. Like I'd love to see uh, hot sauce in the pure division, beating people up. I'd love to see Roosh in the, in the, the, the heavyweight ROH division beating people up. So there's so many ways that they're going to go after the pay-per-view because it'll just be wide open after that. There won't be any shows we'll have to like really enforce. It'll just be like, we can establish all these great talents. So it's really great what they're doing going into the show, but I'm interested what happens after Supercard of Honor and how they start laying it out. I agree. I think we'll be seeing clarity around who's in ROH and who's in AEW. Mm -hmm. And I think we'll see who's in what divisions in, the, right. in that same way. I think part of why the stylistic matchups work so well in ROH is it's character driven and not gimmick yeah. driven. I right. think that helps. Like you it can does. have completely different styles, but everybody who's there is there to be a wrestler. That's not it. like um the main goal is I want to be the best. And like that that's universal. <laughs> yeah. I think um it's just, it's just refreshing. Like I think I don't know. Maybe I've just been watching too much NXT, but, <laughs> but I appreciate that. Characters I welcome. <laughs> Boy, are they. Some cases feels like overstaying their welcome for me. Definitely. For me. But I, mm -hmm. I like when wrestling is about wrestling. Like I that's yes. just that's what appeals to me. And we get Not that, that all over ROH. And but I think it it keeps the glue together of like you could get someone like Roosh and Eddie Kingston fighting each other mm -hmm. uh, and because they both want to be the best in, in ROH. Like that could That's be a it. really, really fun matchup. Right. Uh, CO giving us a little bit of a troll, but we'll take it because I thought it was going to be a lot worse to be honest. CO saying good evening, Reg and Kate of honor. Supercard is looking nice. Yeah, it is. Best ROH post show out there. Well, thank you. I think we're like the only one affiliated with like a, a, wrestling media outlet but i'll take the best i'll take I, it yeah i'll take it over being called the worst because that would be true at the same time so uh also feels like we're one step close to bray of honor yeah. uh yeah you know i don't think goldberg or bray are going to be coming <laughs> over to uh to the roh brand anytime soon i will say 
uh, if Bray is ill and can't make WrestleMania, that that sucks. That's for unfortunate. That guy. Yeah. That's, that sucks for that guy. Yeah. He did retweet his goodbye video, mm-hmm. which I don't know if he's just leaning into rumors or yeah. if he's fed up with the creative that he's been given, but mm. I'm sure there'll be more. I'm sure there's always more news around the corner, so stay tuned to FightfulSelect.com. Um, yeah, now shout out to the homie. I hope he's okay. And both him and Billy G could probably end up on our post show partners show impact. <laughs> if anything, very much so. Very much so. <laughs> Ardu is saying weekly ties to the ROH team. Go fightful. Thank you so much mm-hmm. for the support. Thank you. Guys. And holy crap, is this a are you hoping for this? Or did this or are you just like me? saying that? Or is it like that's I'm, what you want to see. Yeah, I'm going to. Are you just like saying you want to see that? Like that would be cool because that would be cool. Or are you saying like that's what's going on here? Because if you're saying that's what's going on here, then we're just talking crazy out here. We're talking crazy, you guys. No, Louise said it's on ROH's website. So holy cow. I was already jealous of you getting to go to this, Reg. I am now huh. even more jealous. Tony Khan said, you're not stealing this news cycle from me, CM Punk, all right? Oh, (laughs) my God, God, God. There it is in all of its glory. For the triple A. Wow. No Twitter announcement, but it's on the ROH website. So, holy cow. Stay tuned. Red is going to have some fun. Oh, my God. Just, I don't even, I can't even, I don't want Thank you. Thank you, Tony Khan. Hell I'm an AEW shell all out. They say it, motherfuckers. Fuck y'all. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta keep the paychecks that we don't get coming. Listen, send the blank checks. Shout out to Blank Check. That's a great movie. That is a great movie. Jam Beer trolling me saying Kate's dream for ROH to have a world three-way with Double J, Jericho, and Bully Ray. I don't have the Jericho hate that a lot of people do. Let me tell you, if that was a three-way, I'm not doing the show no more. I'm done. If they announce that match, I'm out. I don't want to watch ROH anymore. Y'all can have it. So. It doesn't feel like so much of like a young, thriving product as <laughs> ROH if we're putting a double J, single J, and Chris Jericho, and Bully Ray. I'll pass. Uh, no, thank you. Single no. J. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're called, Jericho, now. I like single it. J, E-R-I-C-H-O. Mm-hmm. I'm in. Yeah. Uh, all right, moving along. This mm-hmm. you said was kind of the segment of the show for you, and I agree. Yeah. Shay Monster saying of Claudio and Eddie sit down. Claudio not saying anything different to Mad King than Mox, Punk, or Dragon have, but man, did he make it seem like he's the most disappointed. Mm-hmm. Let's dive into this because I loved it. Caprice Coleman in a sit down interview role is fantastic. We've got uh. Claudio Castagnoli being asked what he thinks of Eddie Kingston, and he says he doesn't believe he belongs in ROH. Uh, Caprice kind of waits for Eddie's response, and Eddie says he didn't care and only cared about the ROH World Championship. doesn't really care what Claudio thinks of him. He also shared that Cesaro didn't do business last time, but (laughs) Kingston will ensure he will this time. Mm -hmm. Uh, Claudio says that he would give Kingston a chance, at Supercard of Honor, but that he would outclass him and that Kingston would blame everybody else for his failures. Right. Some really good stuff here. Claudio also pompously taking the high road of being like, 
he I didn't mean he's not of honor. He is mm-hmm. in his own way. Mm-hmm. What a condescending piece yeah. of crap. How yeah. much fun is that for a heel? Mm-hmm. Uh, I love, shout out to the Flint Tropics, by the way, of Eddie's uh, basketball jersey. Just mm-hmm. just great. If you're doing Will Ferrell tribute jerseys, I'm in. Yeah. And like to deliver searing promos in one. Yeah, Chuck in 29 saying I can only focus on the Flint Tropics. Straight up. <laughs> He's yeah, got shout some, out to Eddie Kingston for that. <laughs> he's got some good gear. Um, mm-hmm. But I just loved this because it is a through line with Eddie. And it makes me think that maybe he's going over because that has yeah. to come to a head at some point, right? Mm-hmm. So Claudio just saying you're going to do what you always do. You're going to lose and you're going to throw a fit and blame everybody else. Loved that. I loved them alluding to their history, but not diving in all the way to their history yet because I'm not convinced that this is a one and done either. Mm-hmm. Um, but really clean. I love the production on it, the lighting, the it, it, the sound felt so isolated. It felt so personal mm-hmm. and so um, some of the most vicious stuff that you get from a heel is stuff that's a little bit true and delivered in just not a conniving way, not an emphatic way, but just Claudio saying like, this is an absolute truth. Right. And, and that feels cold and vicious to someone that you uh had had love for and hate for and back and forth a little bit really 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 good stuff mm-hmm. what did you think of our sit down here for me this was the highlight of the night yeah i liked it a lot the th- i think the thing that i liked most about it was that claudio carried most of the talking you thought you think that in a promo like this it'd be all eddie kingston but it was mostly claudio being like these are all the reasons that you've disappointed me we used to be roommates you disappointed me you disappointed me last week and you're disappointing me today just like being a sad dad being like, you could have made it. You could have been up there with me. You could have been at WrestleMania. You could have did all these things if you would have dedicated yourself. But instead, you're doing this pity party and just talking about all the opportunities you should have had. Claudio was not letting go. And it feels like, just like they said in the chat, it feels it feels extra personal. One, because we've heard it before. But Claudio was like, I was there. And I wanted you to be this person. And you weren't. I used to see it in your eyes. And I don't see it. So what the hell's going on? You're going to lose this match and be right back to where you were. Just to get personal for Eddie to be like, here we go again with this shit. I'm tired. I, every time I have some feud with somebody that knows me personal, they come with this shit talking about I could have had more. I could have did this. So could've that's frustrating. Him, yeah. yeah. Could have stopped smoking cigarettes. Could have blah, blah, blah. Stop, stop smoking and, and, and cussing and doing all these things. But instead, I'm here. But it, but then on the other side, it's like, well, I'm still here with all you guys. All you guys are talking shit about me, talking about where I should have been. I'm still standing across from CM Punk, still standing across from John Moxley, still standing across from Claudio Castanoli. So, like, how bad could it really have been? I'm still here. And so that's one thing I really love about this is that Eddie Kingston is never – He's never backed down. He's never going to be like, you guys are lying. He's like, no, we're it, it, things how they were then and they are how they are now. And it feels so personal and it feels like this is going to be a crowning moment for Eddie Kingston. I like timing has a lot to do the, with this, with the, you know, how the Blackpool Combat Club has been healed and how things have been moving over there, that it makes it extra vicious with Claudia too. And he can let loose and he doesn't have to be what he is. This is great. My favorite thing of the whole show was this personal thing. And it set up the match we've been waiting for for weeks. They officially announced Eddie Kingston versus Claudio Castagnoli for the Ring of Honor World Championship at Supercard of Honor, topping off an amazing card, personal feud. They're going to really take this home. I can't wait. 
I agree with you. I feel like it's so important that Claudio, I, I never felt like he was weak on the mic. I felt like, like mm-hmm. WWE took him off the mic. Yeah. But when he had like more sincere segments and not kind of cheesier frameworks, he delivered some really, really great stuff and, mm-hmm. in any company. I feel like he shined here. I agree with you. And I really love that for Eddie, he kind of didn't take the bait. He right. more pivoted to it being about the championship. Mm-hmm. Like he wants to be a world champion. He, it's not so like I'm going to beat your ass. Like I, right. I feel like that's a perspective change from Eddie, and I think it that is. that is very, very cool. Jake Salazar hyping up Vikingo versus Commander. Tony does it again. That's match of the year. TK said, Reg, this is a late birthday present to you. Honestly. That's it. <laughs> Straight up. That's it. Just this whole card is shaping up to be. All of it. So I'm awesome. like, hey, yo, every time you announce a new match, I'm like, this is going crazy. So, yeah. Since we're talking dream matches, let's say for Forbidden Door, I want to mix yeah. tag Claudio and Julia versus mm. Eddie and ooh. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He got you. I can't even. I'm not even going to mm-hmm. try. Mm-hmm. Hickey or <laughs> yeah, that's the point. I don't, I don't watch. I don't watch. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, I got it. I, I'm intrigued to see now that they have a women's division in New Japan what that's gonna look like. Whether mm-hmm. they could do a lot of really fun mixed tags, they could do, um, you know, I think everybody's saying Mercedes versus Jade because Jade's mm-hmm. just kind of been in the ether for a little bit. I'm intrigued to see what that's gonna look like. This show is sponsored by Better Help. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's betterhelp.com slash fightful. This year. Yeah, that's not a far time from now either. Like they kind of need to start setting it up, honestly. It's in just June. So yeah, I'm interested to see where they go with this. I am too. And I think the ending of Dynamite left a, a lot of people wondering. Uh-huh. Me Norma said couldn't watch ROH live, but for the post show, I got five on it. Appreciate oh, appreciate you know. that. Thank me, Meet Normus. Always Thank really dope. You. The money makes it possible, so we mm-hmm. appreciate it. More off-topic off ones, Chi-Town Spurs saying my favorite Rocky movie is Rocky Horror Picture Show. So we got <laughs> that going. <laughs> Let's Rocky, get back Rocky, on track. Mm-hmm. Really, really liked uh, what we got out of Claudio and Eddie tonight. Yep. And I also liked, but didn't necessarily love, 
what we got from Matt Taven and, and Darius Martin today, mm-hmm. no faults of their own. This was a no. really solid match. Yeah. I think just we got Mike Bennett and Dante last week, and it was so absolutely last awesome. week was crazy. Yeah, and is great mm-hmm. that my expectations were probably a little bit higher. They were. Um, I kind of thought but, this was going to be the match of the show, honestly, and it, it, it wasn't bad. It just wasn't what I thought it was going to be. It never really got out of second or third gear, you know? Yeah, I think uh, it's so hard on the shows because the in-ring yeah. is also <laughs> bananas. I'm looking yeah. at the card. It's like you got Roosh. You got, mm-hmm. <laughs> you got so that much That six man was crazy. Like, it's hard to follow all this stuff. I get it. Brian Cage versus Deppin later is great. Mm-hmm. Like so much going on, but this was a really solid match. Nothing, yeah. certainly nothing wrong with it. A, a really strong one, but Taven does come out on top here with the climax. We get Dante running down to help out his brother as the rest mm-hmm. of the kingdom is beaten up on poor Darius. Like he hasn't been through enough injury wise. <laughs> Back off. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Th- this is, this is cool though. They're just uh, continuing the story of this tag match that I think, I think they're going to announce both of these teams for the, the reach for the sky ladder match. If I were to think so, but they still could also announce the, you know, just the two on two tag match. So still just progressing the story forward, but yeah, some solid work here. Nothing to really write home about. I mean, this show, every ring of honor show there's going to be exceptional wrestling and some of them are just going to be good matches i agree and there are a lot of programs where that show would be or that match would be the best on the show you know yeah, what I exactly mean? <laughs> yeah totally. so just steep it's a steep card with these mm-hmm. roh ones mm-hmm. but we do move along to something that immediately caught my attention Rich. yeah Shane Taylor is back, and mm-hmm. boy, oh boy, is mm-hmm. he back. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brett Lockman saying, didn't feel like interneting, but had to drop in support. Silas and Shane beat the hell out of each other for our enjoyment. Happy wrestling. Yes. Happy wrestling to you, Brent. Thank yes. you for yes. the love. Uh, this was a whole hell of a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Silas Young winning with, or I'm sorry, Shane Taylor, Shane Taylor. winning against Silas Young with a thunderous package pile driver i think mm. is probably the right word for this yes yes a 100 hit package pile driver no <laughs> doubt about it all of it was gotten <laughs> that was uh a finisher if i ever saw one nobody's yeah. getting up from that Mm-mm. but very fun to see shane taylor back commentary again doing a great job putting over shane taylor's previous roh worked i really i really like that Yep. Mentioning that other people in ROH, including the embassy, were under his tutelage for a little bit, under his mm-hmm. wing. This was great. You know, Silas Young is someone that can take a lot of punishment. We talked last week about what a great framework this got set up in. Mm-hmm. Um, really, really fun stuff. And they beat the hell out of each other, Reg. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was thinking ear- uh, earlier in the show, I was thinking like, okay, we're having fun. There's a lot. I was thinking back to all the previous ROH shows and I was like, you know me, I like flips. I like the, I like all the shows like, but we need something, some angry men in here, just really pounding each other, some big man. And then I thought, oh yeah, there's Silas Young and Shane Taylor match is coming later in the show. And then the Silas Young and Shane Taylor match came and it gave me exactly what I was looking for. These guys were fighting and fighting hard. Shane Taylor has a chip on his shoulder every single time he's in the ring in front of the camera on Twitter, anywhere he is, he has a chip on his shoulder. They always want to hold him down. They're always trying to put him against 
put his back against the wall. And I think he's going to show that he is one of the baddest wrestlers in the world and that his ROH title, te- television title wasn't, wasn't a fluke. He's trying to get right back to it. This match was a fucking fight. Silas Young ain't no slouch either, but Shane Taylor is just angry. He has strikes that old collapse your lungs, collapse your legs, collapse your head, all the stuff. And that package pile driver finish was just violence, just straight up violence. It hit full on um, tribute to uh, one of ROH's finest Ring of Honor champions, Kevin Steen, of course. You know him as Kevin Owens about to be at WrestleMania. Shout out to the homies. But this is great. I love seeing uh, Shane Taylor here in Ring of Honor. Again, that theme is super dope. Um, I'm excited to see what happens in the future with him. Is he going to be going right for the Ring of Honor Television Championship again? Are Shane Taylor Promotions going to come back and try to get the Trios Championships? Anything could be happening here. And uh, Silas Young continuing to be here as a Ring of Honor vet and just as a vet in general is going to be good for business. So keep all the boys around. I'm loving it. As am I, Shotkin29, saying Shane Taylor, that is all. Mm-hmm. Saw some people calling for a Pretty Boys reunion. I don't know how you how you feel about that. I don't really know. I'm not. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to get any inside scoop on Swerve, but huh. like this Swerve Acute Lee thing has been pending for a while. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if that's something that they'd consider after, or mm-hmm. if it's something they consider at all. But uh, if you're not familiar, Keith Lee and Shane Taylor, the Pretty Boys, really, really fun tag team before Keith Lee got signed to WWE. Yeah. Um, so a little little ROH backstory for something that might. Yeah, I, I hadn't really thought about it, but now thinking about it, I'm like. I like it. I like it a lot. I think it might be pretty cool. So, yeah, Shane Taylor has a couple of different missions he could take on after this. That would be dope, though. Yeah, I would not be mad about that in the slightest. The Pro Wrestling Podcast, who's been getting all the CM Punk love up until today. So (laughs) their engagement is going to be a little while. Same PWP fist bump. And Kate, right back at you. You guys are Mm -hmm. fun and not a bunch of trolling nerds online you guys are doing the right things uh-huh. fun out there mm-hmm. we appreciate it <laughs> mm-hmm. i'm also just intrigued uh we mentioned the pretty boys and a lot of people mentioning mentioning shane taylor promotions i'm also curious to see if the embassy sticks around because we don't know what's yeah. gonna happen with brian cage we so don't know anything yeah if they break up you could do a little stp reunion of some sort if you True. wanted been a lot going on a lot yeah. going on i think we'll get a lot of clarity post the pay-per-view so i think that'll mm-hmm. be really good excited exciting things are developing me too super card uh the full super card uh yeah louise if you want to pull that up that would be really really great sorry there's some some behind the scenes stuff that i'm just reading out loud but mm-hmm. the the whole card the super card card is on the website. We'll read it down for you at the the end of the episode. But if you need to see it right now, feel Mm -hmm. free to go ahead in there. But what we are going to talk about is Brian Cage and Tony Deppin Mm -hmm. in a really, really fun match here. Not a surprise, Brian Cage winning with the drill claw. Something that really stood out about Tony Deppin for me today is just his facial expressions are unbelievable. <laughs> like, yeah. particularly when he's selling, I think he's he's aware of his size. He's not the biggest dude in the world. And when he's in these matchups where he's getting overpowered like he was last week and here, there's something where his facial expression changes every time. 
like I know when Tony Deppin is about to eat the pin because mm-hmm. it just like escalates to <laughs> a different face if he's selling a move as right. opposed to earlier, which I think is subtle and great storytelling. Like mm-hmm. the further you get into a match, the more the wind gets taken out of you and you can exactly. read that on his face. This mm-hmm. was really fun. I'm mm-hmm. again, we don't know what's going on with Brian Cage fully, so mm-hmm. there might be a cap, but this is the most interested I've been in Brian Cage since he came over to the the AEW kind of ROH side. This is mm-hmm. some of my favorite work he's doing, and Tony Depp is just a great dance partner for anybody. What did you think of this? Yeah, now Brian Cage sent people into a little bit of a frenzy with a little tweet earlier this week about his dream match, and so people are like, I saw someone be like, "So that rumor? That's not a rumor." Dr- Brian Cage tweeted about a dream match that he has. <laughs> you guys yeah. relax on everything, but also. Could be real. I don't know. We are pretty. Things are pretty up in the air with Brian Cage. This was a uh, another. There's a couple matches I said last week that sometimes they're happening. They're PWG matches. There's a PWG match usually featuring some kind of Brian Cage or somebody like that. Uh, but Tony Deppin is just like you said. His facials are amazing. His selling. He's one of the best sellers in wrestling. He's a measuring stick for just like a really strong match on any show that he's featured on. Um, the the fire that he got to show in this match was really good against Brian Cage. He got to hit the homicide dive, which I thought looked great. Um, he got to get some offense in against Brian Cage, but Brian Cage is just such a, a monster. And the way that they're che- treating him going into – the way that they've been treating him this whole ROH run has me even more confused because I'm like, if this one's leaving, you guys are really – <laughs> making him look great on the way out like, he's like, <laughs> like you guys are really giving it up for him like he don't look like somebody that might be on his way out he's been looking great in all these matches and all these weeks so maybe they're trying to make a play to be like this is what it could be like if you stick around i don't really know but shout out to brian cage he's been doing some really cool shit and to finish it always with the drill club the steiner screwdriver can't get better than it Agreed. And it is funny because these were, they're taped, right? So mm-hmm. who knows where he was at contract <laughs> negotiations at this point, even to where he is now. But it is, it's just a funny landscape. I i actually feel like he would do really well in, in WWE if yeah, that's where he too. deans to go. If he wants mm-hmm. to fight Bobby Lashley, I hope they give him that match because yeah. wrestlers should get to have their dream matches. That's just fun for them. Always. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah, Tony Khan also officially announced that match red of Vikingo mm. versus Commander. Mm. So Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. he just wanted you to find out first before he announced it to the public, which I think is I sweet, it. you know? That is sweet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to eat next week at the Supercard of Honor show. Oh my God. Last year I got to see fucking one of the greatest matches of all times with the Briscoes and FTR. So let's see what happens this year. Absolutely wild card. We're going to read it down at the end, but we'll also keep you posted about what we're doing for the post show. Not because I'm holding off on you guys, but because I have no idea what the hell we're going to do. Because you're going to be there. I have the SmackDown review, so Mm -hmm. we'll figure out something. But uh, I'm sure that last year there was a scrum, so I'm sure there'll be a scrum after this. So we'll figure it out. You guys, we'll get we get it. Yeah, it's going to be a chaotic weekend, but stay tuned. We will. Make sure you guys are all aware of what the insane schedule of content will be coming Mm -hmm. out of Fightful. Right. But we move on to our second women's match of the night, which was Mm -hmm. fantastic. Mike Mavaney saying Billy Starks is so good. Women's match rocked. 
RH saying, looking to after Supercard and adding to the women's roster with Adora, hope Lady Frost joins and brings La Rosa Negra with her, Vert Vixen and Jody Threat. Yes! Uh, I'm, <laughs> all of that. All, I'm very happy about all three of those names. That <laughs> would be fun just because she's so responsible for this Athena heel turn, too. I mean, like, yeah. <laughs> so I, I also think she's a fantastic talent. Her style feels so contrasted to what her personality seems to be. I find that yeah. hilarious. Like, mm-hmm. she just seems like a, a really fun, silly person, but she's an absolute bruiser. In yeah, the exactly. And, but yeah, and then there's always the built in Athena thing that's going to be lingering. She'd be great here in this. Uh, they have a, the ROH women's division is shaping up to be. Ooh, one of them ones. These ladies are not playing with y'all. They are really bringing the heat and thinking about it now. Maria's there. Okay, yeah, it makes sense. That's why it's going down back there. Maria's <laughs> back there. <laughs> of course. Speaking of Maria, she was mm-hmm. responsible for booking that women's tag tournament before ROH shut mm-hmm. down. Miranda Alize was in the, the finals of that. So yep. love seeing her back on TV. The Lucha Baddie, of course, doing great heel work yeah, here. Yeah, she looked good here. She looked really good here. This mm-hmm. was a really, really strong match. Uh, Billy Starks only being 18 makes no sense. It's like, just, it's just... And being like seeing how good she is and like really good already at 18, it's like this isn't fair. There's a lot of young wrestlers, her, Nick Wayne, uh, Leon Slater, that is just like, how you guys, why are you like this already at this age? Imagine in 10 years, you guys are going to be the best wrestlers in the world. So, this is, I'm loving that we get to see the rise. Like, Honestly, if you want to see legit everything that Billy Starks has done up to this point, it's documented somewhere. You get IWTV or anything that she's been a part of. You can see like her complete rise as a pro wrestler from a kid, a baby. There's pictures on on the Internet of her being a legit kid in line at signings and to see how she's progressed to being where she is now. The instincts in this match, the way that she strikes. You know what this week has shown me because there was a really good one in this match i hate this that that step up in that insecurity that everybody does where you're on the apron and then you move out of the way and you hit the <laughs> hate that spot so much and everyone does it but this week uh actually it started last week with the dante ones where we talked about the dante ones in mm-hmm. the mike bennett match and i was like i like those again and the vikingo vikingo ones last night i was like hey yo and then in this match billy had a couple i'm like okay they're trying to get me to like this move because they're making it look better it's not just like a bullshit transition move like it usually is. They're like really trying to emphasize it as a strike. And I liked it here in this match. Billy got the victory. She's been on the losing end of pretty much everything she's had in AEW and Ring of Honor. So this was awesome. She just came back from Japan. She got a big win in ROH. She is having a tremendous month, a tremendous year, tremendous all of it. She's cool. She's great. I'm excited to see her rise and hopefully she'll get a rematch or a match with uh, Athena for the Ring of Honor Women's Championship one day. Absolutely would love to see that. She did win with the Starks driver here. Mm-hmm. All these little things are clicking for her too. You yep. you see her in interviews or hear about her. She loves backyard wrestling so much, <laughs> but she's not like a junk wrestler. Like She does mm-hmm. a lot of really, really clean execution of moves. And yeah. one thing I noticed today was she like just found the hard cam right after she delivered a move. She had a match with Britt Baker not long ago. If anybody can find you hard cam, it's Britt Baker. She might have been learning. Right, yes. Love seeing those touches. Love seeing Mm -hmm. those touches. I also saw someone tweet and call her um, Big Billiam, which that just popped me. Big Billiam, yeah. Big facts. I have Big Bill running around. (laughs) 
she can be your big billion. That's really a better funny. big bill. Sorry, big bill. We talking about Billy Starks out here, Brody. That is that is what it is. <laughs> I love seeing the suggestions for women's wrestlers that should join our Richard Stein, Jody, Billy, Kid Bandit. Um, Kid Bandit would be super cool in Ring of Honor. Yeah, right. Big time. Big mm-hmm. time. I'm trying to think of some other people that were in that tournament. Chelsea Green's obviously signed now. Mm-hmm. She was in there. Max, of course. Yep. Um, Miranda was was there. Roxanne mm-hmm. is now signed. Willow is mm-hmm. now signed. You see, yep. I think Mar- I think Maria Canales might know something about. No, Scott Maria Taylor. knew exactly what to do. All those people are exceptional. There's champions now. Like that tournament was like the prelude for something big going on, and. uh like I said, Marie is back there. So, we, you know, the roster that she has in women's wrestling army, she's going to they're going to keep getting implemented here and there. And it's going to be great to see. We might have to start talking about uh, ROH Women's Tag Championships if they keep going in this direction with all this great talent. I'm loving it. It's amazing. Agreed. And it's fun because we get to see kind of one offs. You kind of get to have an appetizer of who these people are before they sign or exactly kind of more. So, mm-hmm. I'm intrigued. I'm also intrigued to see just because impact is such an odd landscape and you can bug Joel and Cresta about it after this show, but they, their contracts are just such so weird yeah. that I, I don't know what to expect. <laughs> I think Deanna Frazzo resigned, but she would be so much fun to, to come in here for a match. Former ring um, of honor women's champion. Yeah. There you go. Mm-hmm. There you go. Where's Mercedes Martinez at? Where's she at? Is she hurt still? Like what's going on here? She could come back for revenge. I would love that. I would love to see Diamante in, yeah. in our ROH too. Diamante would, to- would be good. And and Kiera. Like there's so many wrestlers that are still just kind of in limbo or just existing that will be well here. So we'll I see. agree. I agree. Maybe move some people that have been working your darks over. Yes. Over onto ROH for some consistency. Exactly. So we get a match that I knew was gonna be great, but it kind of blew me out of the water considering yep how Daniels and Seidel aren't a tag team. They kind of just reformed, obviously mm-hmm. two incredible veterans, but this match blew me out of the water. Aussie Open versus Daniels and Seidel. Mm. Jam Beard saying all five teams in the ladder match are who I wanted. And <laughs> so I think it's perfect. And to me, if Tony Khan gets to sign them, have Aussie Open win the titles. I don't know. I don't know their contract status, mm-hmm. but they had a hell of a showcase at these ROH tapings. Mm-hmm. Um, my sister, who does not watch wrestling, called them the green team when they were fighting the Young Bucks, so now that's all I can see with their green gear. Team. Mm-hmm. Uh, it cracks me up. Mm-hmm. But they uh, really, really, really good work here. This is one of those matches, if I went through spots, I would just be talking about the whole damn <laughs> thing. <laughs> but ultimately, Aussie Open peeling away with the victory here. What were your thoughts on what I thought was probably match of the night? I yeah, yeah, yeah. Wrestling match of the night was this tag match right here. Aussie Open, they, uh, I don't think they officially have contracts anywhere, but there's a lot of interest everywhere. So I'm sure we'll hear about it soon. Um, I am a huge fan. Every time that they have a match, I become an even bigger fan. And it happened again with this match. Like you said, I expected it to be a good match. There's Chris Daniels and Matt Seidel. They're two of the best ever, but they're not a tag team. Even when they like they were tag team champions and they did have a run in Ring of Honor, that wasn't like 
uh, it, I'm gonna, I don't want to say a real tag team because it was, but it was just kind of like to fill a role. Like let's put these two guys together because we know they're two great veterans that are gonna be able to work with anybody. And so there's like, you know, anytime Chris Daniels is in a mat in a tag team with somebody, it's lit. But this match right here was on display. Aussie Open is just one of the best tag teams in the world. Like legit top five. I don't know a lot of people better than them. They hit hard. They're charismatic. They're fun. You, they, they, they're interacting with the fans. Uh, they're yelling at each other. They're slamming each other. They're punching the guy. They're, they're just doing so much. And the, their cohesiveness, the way that they cut off the ring, the way that they really just emphasize the the core of what great tag team wrestling is. But in the the new landscape of how we we like it and how we see it is just amazing. If they won the ROH Tag Team Championships, I wouldn't be mad at all. They are definitely one of the front runners of what they can do and what what this is going to lead to. Tag team wrestling was on display 1,000% right here with this. This was an awesome match, awesome finish, strong strikes. There's flying, there's chops, there's a big butt man in the ring. There's all kind of good things going on. (laughs) (laughs) Everything you could want. (laughs) Talked before about styles and matchups. This was really fun. And, and with Daniels and Seidel, they kind of, I guess Seidel in this stage of his career is a lot different than the early stages of his career. Totally. But still some some different, uh, like nice nice things that they lean into are, are very different, even as a right. tag team, which I, I like. But my mm-hmm. goodness, really, really loved this. Aussie Open feels to me like if rugby players yeah. decided to be wrestlers like exactly. the, the energy that they bring the fight mm-hmm. dream match for me aussie open versus now that Stu is back i feel like oh new grayson and uno come yeah. on right? super smash bros that's hot that's a really hot match let's do that super smash bros not for nothing could be kind of hot over here in the ring of honor division too if you know i mean they're they're heating up up there but you know eventually i don't know they are but they can't be adam page's yeah, like stems for long. You Forever. know what I mean? Like they gotta move right. on to be their own. Totally, they gotta be their own medits. I agree. Right here. But mm-hmm. Shaka twenty nine saying, "The more I hear, the more I'm convinced we need a watch along <laughs> of Kate and her sister watching any wrestling show, mm-hmm. just for her sister's commentary." Money I am, to be made, cake. Money to be made. It may already be in the works. Wow, I'm just saying. See. I'm mm-hmm. trying to find. She has very specific thresholds. She would not gotcha. be able to handle say. Hangman Adam Page and Moxley throwing a brick at each other's faces. Nah. She has her limits, but there's so many weird things <laughs> that I feel like she would be a, an absolute blast for. There's a few people that have told me that I think she'd be willing to do it. I just gotta, I gotta get it together. But she's literally one of the funniest people in the world. She's a world class mm. improviser. She's taught it. She's hilarious and. Oh man, if I could convince her, that would be the most wrestling I ever got her to watch. Would be totally. so mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Twenty Nine saying, "Sorry, another side quest. You don't have to apologize for side quests when you're paying us to read them. We'll mm-hmm. talk about it all night." Yep. Uh, Mercedes versus AZM versus Hazuki is official for Sakura Genesis. World oh shit! Are we living in? What's going on here? Like, why are they announcing all this news on this damn show? There's all this great news being announced. Mercedes is back. That's going to be crazy. Oh my God. They don't want CM Punk to win, Rich. They're like, not today. Yeah, not no, seriously. Today, Tony Khan's like, you know what? <laughs> Vikingo and Commander are going to wrestle. Fuck that fool. <laughs> you know what? Bret Hart's biggest fan. Here's some flippy do BS yes, right exactly. for you. <laughs> and sharpshooters are banned. <laughs> 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 well, 
wasn't there like a controlling narrative thing where it was like no Tobey mm-hmm. suicide? Yeah, no, no Canadian whatever. destroyers, no this super is, kicks. Mm. Yeah, this is the opposite. This is <laughs> <laughs> No sharpshooters, no giving glasses to kids at ringside. I don't want to see any of that. Nobody can even wear a jacket to the ring. No, I don't want. <laughs> if you come in here with the backwards hat and the color pink, you are out banned. of here. Thrown out of the venue. <laughs> Jam Beard saying Layla Hirsch being moved to ROH would be great move yes. as well once she mm-hmm. heals up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I Agreed. really wanted her when Team Taz was a thing to be a little team Taz, like, oh, mm-hmm. I felt like she would have been so great in that role, mm-hmm. but whatever gets her more screen time, because she's awesome. Jim um, Beard also said, so what you're saying is, Kate, that your sister should do GCW reviews for Fightful. Yeah, let's have Cardona and Nick Gage uh, be the first thing that she watches. <laughs> if I want to end want to see Brickstone at each other's face, but she might like glass. I don't know. <laughs> she can't even handle the bleeding. It's yeah. so... Mm. She's like, she... Is below the threshold, I think, of a, a normal wrestling fan. Like, she's gotcha. very squeamish about it. So, mm-hmm. she's funny, though. We'll make it happen. Right. And we move to our main event, and we're going to mm-hmm. talk about this final call for Super Chats and Humper Chats for our leg of the show. But after we talk about the main event, we're going to bring on the wonderful, the beautiful Cresta Star, and also yep. Joe Pearl will be there. But <laughs> stay tuned. They have the go home to sacrifice tonight. Some fun mixed tag action happening there. So yep. stick around. Uh, I used to take my Thursdays off from wrestling, and I would go watch that show as a way to to catch up, to stay in the loop, to know what matches I should check out because it is not readily available on cable television. And speaking of streaming services. The king of television and streaming services, Samoa Joe, mm-hmm. eating a cheeseburger for our yep. main event here. <laughs> yes, really <laughs> fast CD. too. It was uh, an eating competition with how fast it was. He <laughs> done and got grilled. Uh, mm-hmm. I think that uh, I was actually really looking forward to this match. I really like the way Cheeseburger works bigger opponents. Like mm-hmm. I, I find his him stylistically. He has a really interesting move set. Um, a lot of kind of like lucha moves incorporated into his work, but can also put on some really nasty submissions on bigger guys. He's yep. a really good worker against bigger opponents. That being said, Samojo, none of it. Yeah, none of that shit mattered. No, not today. <laughs> Samojo murdered cheeseburger. R.I.P. Burger. Love you, buddy. Yeah, that, uh, none of that shit matters. Samojo said, I don't care. I'm about to murder this fool. He's yelling at him while he's beating him up. But like, do you know who you're in the ring with? I'm Samojo. You know, you know who I who you're in the ring with. I'm Samojo. I've been here since you were a kid, and I'm going to destroy you. And that's exactly what happened. Like, it was great to see Cheese Regular. Like, yeah, Cheese Regular. This is a great moment. But then you're like, oh man, Samojo's really angry. <laughs> Samoa Joe said, I'm also at these nine hour tapings and I want to go home. Seriously? I'm done. I'm out of here. We're they put me at the room. end, bro. I'm going to give you three minutes and we're out of here. Okay. <laughs> Socket 29 said, Joe went clubber laying on yeah. TV in the main mm-hmm. event. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that is right back around, right back around. You guys are good at this. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, but we go home on that Samoa Joe. Just mm-hmm. looking vicious as ever, the king of streaming services and television. Really, really fun episode. We're going to yeah. obviously get Mark Briscoe versus uh, him at Supercard. And let me tell mm-hmm. you the rest of what we're getting at Supercard before we bring in the Impact crew. 
Roosh and Realistico versus Lucha Brothers versus Aussie Open versus OGK versus Top Flight in that Reach for the Sky ladder match. That's hot! Dear <laughs> Lord, that's going to be a lot of fun. <laughs> Vikingo versus Commander for the AAA Mega title. Eddie and Claudio for the ROH title. You know I'm excited about that. And Ooh. Joe and Mark for the ROH TV title. No word on Shibata versus Yudi yet. Mm-hmm. Or Athena versus Sakazaki yet. I'm sure right. we will get those as well as your six-man picture. Oh, we no, got see. one more show next week before the show. That we do. Mm-hmm. Set up, round out the rest of that card, but looking damn strong so far. Red, you're going to be there. I, uh, that title, that tag title match is just insane. Commander and Viking. I've been wanting to see Viking go live for so long and for it to be this at the ROH show is in LA WrestleMania weekend that all the elements are there. This is a big show. The reason that the show is happening because of me, I'm going to keep reminding y'all there, there, there <laughs> we wouldn't be talking about this right now. We'd just be like, damn, that was a great ring of honor show. That's leading to not a show happening WrestleMania weekend. But since I put my career, my status as an AW shill on the line, to ask Tony Khan the hard-hitting questions like, is Supercard of Honor going to return to WrestleMania weekend? And he says, I don't know. Is it? And then he says, yes. And now we're getting this. It's just like, come on, guys. This is That's amazing. True. What a great card. When what you're a not great making show. CM Punk cry, you Listen. are booking for yourself. Listen, I got the eye of the tiger, and I'm going to run up some stairs in Philadelphia. Adrian. I don't know. I'm trying to bring it home for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Rocky Reg, that's mm-hmm. what we're here for. Hey, you know what's funny? You know how we have this fancy little border? Mm-hmm. Joel was like, hey, can you send me the blank so I can edit it for ourselves? And mm-hmm. I said, yes, of course. You know what I did not do? Mm. That. Uh, but we are going to invite Cresta and Joel on. <laughs> what I did not do. You had, you Precisely had one job. You had one job, Kate. You know. I mean, who you... needs jobs? <laughs> Also, yeah, nobody likes jobs. Come on. It's true. I'm I'm not doing the job for Joel. Are you kidding? See? <laughs> see? You yeah, see these yeah. people, Joel, you see how they say they're not going to do the job, but they because they're not cleared, I guess. Nobody wants to do a job until somebody comes at him with seven interviews from GCW in one night. Huh? Yeah. All right. All right. Mm-hmm. Don't, all right. <laughs> Yeah. Here's what happened. Reg was on a message board. No, I'm just kidding. We're not going to go there. We're not going to go there. But what we are going to do is we're going to throw it over to the Impact crew. What were the highlights for you guys of Impact tonight? Dude, that main event, uh, it wasn't even a match. It was just a face-to-face with uh, Steve Macklin and Josh Alexander. This has been a match that's kind of been like lurking in the shadows for a long time. Mm-hmm. And they're finally going to do the match at Rebellion for the Impact World Championship. But they started weaving the story together about Macklin obsessing over the world title. And it's going to be a really good match. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. And this really started the slow burn to April 16th? When yeah, we- April 16th. Thank you. I was really excited to see Savannah Evans tonight really showed up. She oh, was sweet. stiff. Mm-hmm. Everybody, Deanna's gear and Mickey James gear. But mm-hmm. I got to say, tonight, Savannah Evans was like, let me show you what I've been doing for the past six months. And Hell yeah. I got to give it to her. It was a good go-home show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Great as here. we know, Cresta only watches for the hotties, as she tweeted earlier. Go follow Cresta on Twitter. But 
Listen, I don't think we're I'm sorry, go ahead. <laughs> oh no, no, no. We can talk about how you thirst over wrestlers. You want to do that? I'll yeah, listen. Listen, <laughs> if you are watching wrestling and you're complaining, you're doing it wrong. Turn your brain off and get into it. I I've been seeing so much like, oh, this person looks like this. Shut up. Straight up. <laughs> I'm out. trying to watch wrestling. I'll put a titty in my mouth. It's <laughs> we are flying off the rails, and we're back. <laughs> Put a titty in my mouth. All right, that was at like the 108 mark into the show. Yes, we are gonna need to go ahead and clip that for scraps. But mm-hmm. I apologize for nothing. Watch yes. wrestling and have a good time. If you're complaining about wrestling, turn your fucking brain off. Let's go. <laughs> there it is. See, I like that. Yes. I like that. Mm-hmm. I think. Reg and I were in agreement today. This super card uh, is is shaping up. The card for it is is looking incredible. Uh, the Claudio Eddie Kingston backstage segment with Caprice. I think that was. Mm. That, I think our both our highlight there. Really, really good. Totally, stuff, and not for nothing. That multiverse of uh, matches. The show, the Impact show, and New Japan show next week is a crazy card. Like I, I wish I had time, but time doesn't work like that. WrestleMania weekend. And it just got super weird because Tanahashi's replacing Oscar right. at Speedball match. And I asked Speedball about that. It's it's wild. The the uh, the WrestleMania week that he's about to have, he's got Ibushi, he's got Tanahashi, he's got Kingo. Like he's got a wild few days of wrestling. Speedball is campaigning for wrestling of wrestler of the year. There's there's no doubt. Yeah. Like he's yeah. on his job today. He's trying year. to shut it down at the beginning of April, and that's mm-hmm. it. We're good here. Yep. <laughs> it's <laughs> crazy. Like. This is a different landscape than it used to be. Like, it's pretty cool that someone that's not even on like a traditional TV right. outlet is is campaigning for for wrestler of the year. We're gonna we're gonna get to uh, see a really really exciting year of wrestling. I think we are going to turn it over. But Reg, yeah. before we get out of here. Let's plug our own shit, shall we? You go yeah, first. Plug totally. Yo, catch me on Grapsity Podcast every Saturday, Fightful Network. Uh, I'm going to be outside as fuck next week at Mania <laughs> Weekend. So if you see me, say what's up. Hand me some Hennessy. Hand me a joint. Can we say all these things on the show? I'm going to keep saying them. Yeah, Shout no. out to me. Shout out to y'all at Righteous Reg. I'm dropping some new music very soon. So keep your eyes out to RighteousReg.BandCamp.com. I'll drop that too. Shout out to y'all. Love that. You can catch me on Twitter at Miss Kate Fabe retweeting Cresta's thirst tweets, but you can also catch me on mm-hmm. Fightful Select doing paywall pay-per-view post shows. My week looks like Sunday starting with Joel, but we're on Fightful Overbook doing Kane, Joel, call it in the ring. Mondays behind the paywall doing sour grabs on Fightful Select. Tuesdays on the main NXT working that. Mark Order Podcast Wednesday, talk all things all elite. Thursdays, obviously, right here. And Fridays, doing the SmackDown AEW Rampage post show. Two weeks in a row where I get to start that show early because Tony Khan's schedule is off in the ether. I'm going to bed early on Fridays. I'm happy Mm -hmm. about it. But you can also catch me at the Excite Wrestling Commentary Desk. We're going to get the hell out of here. I'm excited to hear about what happened on Impact. Sounds like it was a, a good show. Stay tuned to the fellas above, the fellas and the ladies. Sans facial hair. We are out of here. Listen, wait till tomorrow. All I have to say is, you know, they say all men are created equal, but you look at me and you look at Samoa Joe and you can see that I say, but it's not true. God bless. You know, yeah. the only thing better than that is the kingdom winning the ROH Tag Team Championships at Supercard of Honor. Yeah, I feel no, like you start in chaos. Not. Yeah, definitely not. We're out of here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> have a good show, guys. We're Peace. out. Have fun, y'all. Thank you. <laughs>
I think my new favorite bit is going to be trying to get them to leave the show in like the most awkward way with the weirdest joke I can possibly find. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.